four. Bruce Cahoon, third place at the time is number eight, Brad James. Fourth place is number four. Welcome to the Oso Moto Show, a moto podcast for fans, made by fans. Talking moto rumors and results. Yeah, welcome to the Oso Moto Show. I'm your host, Austin James, here with the regular crew to recap round 11 from Paula. Man, it looked good out there, guys. That track looked prime. Rip it, ride it, swerve. Best track of the year, right, Ethan? I was planning on opening with one of the worst tracks of the year. Yeah, no, it was rough. Um, Garbage. Garbage. There's everybody's favorite uncle chiming in. Brad says it was garbage. Uh, Anthony, are we going to make this uh, unanimous? Are we going to make this unanimous, Anthony? You know, I know about 10% of the sport now, and even I can agree that it is the worst quirks I've seen. Yeah. Other than that one palm tree that Forkner hit, there was no greenery there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it looked as hot as it probably was being there in person. Uh, round eleven in the books, guys. We have one round left, but a lot happened uh, this Saturday. There was a lot clinched. There was a lot decided, uh, and there were some questions answered. So here to break it all down, we have the crew. It is Labor Day. We we're recording this on Monday. It's Labor Day, and uh, how are you guys enjoying your Labor Day weekend? Uh, I'll go ahead and start with Brad. Uh, tell us how your weekend's been, man. It's It's been... I like birds. Awesome. I've done a little bit of everything I like to do, so it was a pretty good weekend. Golf today with AA and some other guys from church, so that was fun. I, y'all know I like to golf a lot. And we even tried to hunt a little bit uh, Saturday. So, And... We watched the races together for the first time, so it's it was it was a really good weekend. Yeah, first time all season we got together and we're able to watch the races live. Usually we're watching them after the fact, you know, on Peacock at random times throughout the weekend. So it was fun. Everybody came uh, to my house, and we had a lot of dip. We had some cowgirl culinary queso. It's fantastic. Ethan made wagyu Ooh. burgers. We even had some dove that uh, turned out to be edible, so that was a big hit. Um, Anthony, what did you think of uh, the great great town of Uvalde? You know, tell your wife thank you for the wonderful hospitality, and uh, I got to get that where y'all were getting that hot sauce from because it was really good. Dip oh, for yeah, for sure. Mateo's, man. Mateo's. That was really good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, got to meet a lot of the James clan out there. Some of the James Quinn I hadn't seen over a year. So that was really cool. Races were good, too, entertaining. Uh, so all in all, it's been a good weekend. We also had a fantasy draft on Sunday that we were all a part of for football. The other, Yeah, the other. yeah NFL football season getting kicked off this week. We had our draft as well. Uh, a lot happened. One of, the, one of the highlights for me was seeing uh, my man AA here uh, blast a cup of white wing dove. Uh, that was pretty fantastic. That'd be awesome. Surprised myself, he was, man. He was on it, man. I was shocked. Is that wrong to say, Anthony? Are you offended if I say I was shocked? I was shocked too. I don't know. I don't mind. <laughs> Were you Cody shocked? Man, close. <laughs> Better He's than Cody shocked, man. Yeah, he did good. Uh, that was really good stuff. That was fun. I didn't know Shooting Anthony from was the hip. Rip it, ride it, swerve. <laughs> from the hip. <laughs> What'd you say, Ethan? Oh, I didn't know Anthony was a lefty, so that was interesting. Yeah, uh, we did get a photo of the aftermath of his shoulder slash, what, what would you call that, armpit area? Pit crease. Yeah, the pit crease, man. He, You had your uh, your position there a little bit off. Uh, how are you feeling, by the way? How was golfing this morning with that? Oh, shoulder's been fine since Sunday, really. Have you golfed left-handed? Yeah, actually, I was hitting. Yeah, I was hitting some golf balls with my left hand uh, on Friday night at Top Golf, just to see how it went. I was hitting because the biggest club they have is a three wood, and I was hitting the three wood off the tee off my left hand about 175. So not bad. 
What what and what level? What level were you on? That Three? that makes it. I was in the third level, so it was probably about 150. <laughs> I'm sorry, just being a jerk. I am. No, that's true. I forgot that we were on the third level. There was a lot of uh, a lot of banter back and forth between Brad and Anthony this weekend. At one point, Anthony, we were at my grandpa's house actually watching 450 Moto 2 that night after the hunt. And Anthony just looks across the room and he's like, "Brad, you know you have to apologize a lot." And it was a <laughs> it was a very stern moment there. Made me it made me think about my life a little bit. Honestly, I think I say some mean stuff sometimes, and then I regret it in the back. I regret it, and I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that." But it has. But it doesn't stop me from saying it again in the future. So it's yeah. a fault. It's a fault of mine. Well, we all have. What them. A, one of many. Ooh, but like yes. I said, would y'all rather me just be blah, or do we want to have a little spiciness? Well, my point was, you don't have to apologize as much as you do. We're already all right. Then quit, quit, you. We don't... quit bending over when you hit your golf balls. Then. Hey, we're working <laughs> on. <it. laughs> hey, I want an honest assessment of the queso. We kind of just glazed over that real quick. I want to hear what you think. Take back what I said. It was pretty good stuff. A little thin, but the taste was awesome. It was pretty good, Austin. Anything. Cowgirl was good. Yeah. Nice. Anthony, and what do you think? Five stars. They have an old fat man class. And the special dove recipe was good too. I was shocked at that too. I'm gonna I was just a shocking weekend. That was that was really it was edible. It was good. Cody shocked. <laughs> yeah, you can get that at your local H E B Cowgirl Culinary Queso. Uh, maybe we'll get a sponsorship from them next year. Uh, all right. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying your Labor Day. Let's let's jump in here and talk about some of the results. Obviously, the biggest deal is uh, El Nandez. Guys, he he got it done uh, handily this weekend. He put in two great motos. One Moto 1, rode really well Moto 2. He's about 40 seconds behind Tomac, but we'll get into him in a minute. Um, what do you guys make of El Nandez's performance this season? And uh, specifically down the stretch, these last few rounds, when it's been approaching 100 degrees uh, in that afternoon hour, and he's just kind of worked these guys. Sacre bleu. Washugo, washugo. He was very impressive all year. I think the heat and the, I think it's catching up to him a little bit. He kind of, he's admitting this because we've all talked about how honest, honest he is. He, the last two, you know, both races, the second moto, he was feeling it. Um, but overall, I mean, obviously he, he can do that because he's built up the lead he has. So he, he was really surprising. None of us thought he would do well. I heard a little bit of the review pod and none of them thought he would do well. So it's a shock. It's a surprise to everybody, but he, it's well-deserved. He did good. You almost said shock. I, yeah, I was, I did. That's I the word of the day. That. It was a shock yeah, for he, everyone. He earned it. Um, I'd like to know if he did have to kill somebody for that number one plate. Maybe yeah. he should be under investigation. But like Brad said, he deserved it. I don't know. I'm still not convinced if I had to take anyone on any given lap. I don't know if I'd be taking him. But is that I, I, I could be stubbornness on my part. But that's he, a great I guess, point. I guess consistency overall. He was the better man. Now, I don't know yeah. which, which one of y'all said it this weekend. He won, but it wasn't like he just blew everybody away. He was clearly the best. I mean, he was clearly the best because he won early, but, you know, Tomac had his issues early in the season. Roxon was there and then started having his – nobody was just – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No one really I'm put any say, pressure on him all year, right? Whoever said he that. didn't have a lot of pressure. Made a good point. Yeah. Now, the biggest fan on the show by far is Double A of Ferrandis, Dylan Ferrandis. I will say his name correctly since he won the championship. Uh, so, Anthony, let's hear your thoughts, man, your emotions, just how you're feeling uh, after this weekend. I'm going to feel better after I'm chomping down on my burger that I won from Ethan. Fair and square. You know, nice. But happy. Hats off to Ferrandez. Um, I'm I'm singing every French song that I know, which are only two of them, in my head, you know. And 
just to just to pay homage to that great writer known as Dylan Fernandez. By the end of the year, we got his name right. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, let's you know, just, uh, let's hear one of those songs real quick, Anthony. You, you know, you know, one of them is uh, that one from Ratatouille, and uh, the other one is the one that comes out in those commercials for. I think it's insurance, like that. No, I don't know what they say. Oh, yeah. No, I know so, that one. Yeah, just been singing that since then. It's been fun. I'm really glad uh, he wrapped it up a race beforehand. That way I can focus on college football now. <laughs> Next Saturday. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be watching the races with you guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I saw an interview Weege did with his mechanic um, during the post-race celebration, and he was talking about how he hadn't seen his wife in over two months since High Point uh, because they moved out to the goat farm. And his wife, you know, they live in California, and there's no time during the week to fly out there and see her. So this was the first opportunity he had to see her, and they're putting in, you know, he said they're putting in 90-hour work weeks for this. And it just sounds like a lot of commitment this summer. Uh, I know all the factory teams put in the time, but it really showed with Ferrandis's time he put in and his desire and SWAT Moto Live did an interview with him after the race. He said twice in the span of 10 minutes that he would kill. He would kill for this plate. I, w I, I would murder somebody for this number one plate. And then he'd laugh and then he said it twice. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy's being serious. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, congratulations. And I am, I am starting to come around to Ferrandis a little bit. I mean, this time last year we had the whole Craig incident in Supercross, right? And he was getting booed at every stadium he went to. Uh, there was a lot of issues going on, but his honesty, being real, being genuine, and being just tough, um, you know, I'm, I'm really coming around to uh, appreciating Ferrandis and uh, effort that he puts into the sport, the love he has for the sport. Uh, something that was really encouraging, I think, for all of us, but specifically Brad, was seeing Eli's performance there in Moto2. Um, he took all these guys to the woodshed. He woodshedded them, yes. All I can ask is where, what happened the first few races. It's just crazy. doesn't make any sense. You know? Well, most of the summer. You know, do what? Really, most of the summer. Yeah, but if you take away the first three or four races, he's he would probably be pretty close in point. Closer in point, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You know, this last race, you know, Fernanda Ferrandis probably let off a little and wasn't pushing as hard as he needed to. But uh, everybody else was, so it was, it was good to see. Maybe two more times on a green bike, and then I'll just have to be cheering for AC. I don't know. I got to yeah. decide, in my, is my fandom going to carry over to the Blue Crew when he's on Yamaha? I have a feeling it will. It will. Honestly. Yeah, I think it it's, the, it's the rider. Ethan... Didn't bail on Barsha when he left Yamaha, so. That's I true. wasn't it's a big Yamaha fan, though, mm -hmm. to begin with. We know Ethan's blood bleeds blue. Um, no, I think I, I said it earlier. I went to Austin's house, and we were watching the Cudby footage of the races, and I think I said it makes me excited for next year because Tomac didn't fall off the cliff. Like everyone was wondering in Supercross what happened to him. And I yeah. think seeing this resurgence lately, it makes me excited for next year, knowing that you could have Webb and Tomac and Roxon and, you know, all the guys back, back fighting. Uh, and then I'm sure there's going to be some guys getting the mix like AC and maybe Sexton and, and Ferrandis maybe too, but, um, glad to see that he could be getting back to where he used to be well in most of the year we've heard people questioning Tomac's fitness right um i was thinking maybe it was a result of how difficult the track was the style of the track the way you had to attack the track and those ruts we were watching the 250 riders getting bogged down a lot in the turns and we know Tomac rides really just strong and plows through everything so a combination of the track and the heat and everyone else being burnt out. Um, so I think that was a good display of, hey, Tomek has the fitness still. Um, and 
same situation. He gets interviewed after the race. He mumbles for about 40 seconds trying to answer the question of what's been the difference, what was the difference today. He doesn't know, so we don't know. Uh, We can just hope that when he gets on that new Yamaha, he figures it out in testing this offseason and comes out and is really competitive. Someone else that was very competitive yesterday that, uh, well, someone else that was very competitive on Saturday was Cooper Webb getting a third overall, landing on the podium again. Um, Is he back, guys? You'll have to answer that. Okay. He was back. Um, I think... I wouldn't wouldn't say so. I think uh, he... Well, wait, wait a minute. Back from what? Back from what we were seeing. He was never... Okay, you He was never... Well, he was never awesome on outdoor, 450 outdoor, so he is not getting back from anything. So he was. I think he's uh, better. Much I think better. he's better. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I Go can ahead. Do a monologue. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to do the multi-minute monologue. So you go. You just for said it. you wanted me to answer, <laughs> and then you answered three times in a row. All right, go. No, I'm. I don't know anything. I don't have anything to say. I'm just. I asked the question, and you said you answer it, and then you answered it. My take is rhetorical. Here's my take on on Webb, and this goes back to Tomac. Um, are we going to see? I don't think Ferrandis is going to push it the final race. So I think Tomac might go one one, finish it out. I think Webb might be able to pull it out if uh, Roxanne doesn't try. I just think Webb is going to do good, uh, but, but so is Tomac, and I think Rox is going to lay off and get third, or or Ferrandis. You know, like I, I, don't, I think Ferrandis lay up, but he's not going to try to go one one. I think Ferrandis is going to be like, yeah, I don't even need to do anything. So it sounds like here. Red Bull KTM has put a lot of pressure on web this summer and the team all their information they get from europe preseason with their testing and it sounds like web finally got his way as far as bike settings go and he kind of called the team out last week on it saying you know they didn't like it but looked look and see what happened i did a lot better my results are speaking for themselves so maybe that was it maybe he was just fighting the bike all year uh he was an eight to ten guy halfway so that's what I mean by him being back. If you look at the list of who's in, there's think, like three or four top guys yeah. left. So I think he would still be he would he would have improved to a three to five guy, even if all these guys hadn't dropped out. That's my stance. Yeah. You can credit Dungey last week. Emig was talking about Webb. I guess everyone was talking about Webb last week. And Emig brought it up to Dungey. And Dungey said he's probably like what you just said. He's probably struggled with bike settings. Yeah. From, you know, being so focused on Supercross. And guess who wasn't focused on Supercross the last five weeks or whatever of the season was Dylan. Dylan was probably training hard for outdoors because he wasn't even in it. So, right. Maybe there's something to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, good call there. Uh, good job from Webb. He had the 13 fallen soldier, soldiers, their names on his boots, and talked about that on the podium as well. That was really cool. And the, the crowd was chanting USA, USA when he was being interviewed. Uh, so I guess Webb's kind of taking hold of that All-American writer brand. Um, tough day for Roxon. I know Brad's excited to rub that one in. Uh, he struggled. He posted on instagram about his issue in moto one he started feeling really sick midway through he tried to make a late push and he threw up in his helmet and he had to stop and he had he had to stop until he stopped puking because he was about to faint in his helmet and then when it stopped he got going again and still finished third in moto one Uh, and then he said he was just completely smoked in moto two he declined to come up to the podium at the end of Moto One, that was a little interesting. Uh, obviously, because he had puke all over him, right? Yeah, makes sense to me. How do y'all um, recap? You know, Roxon's last few weeks. What do y'all make of it? Expected. 
All right, simple as that. Expected. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. Sadly, I mean, I like Roxy. Well, He's an American American hero. We kind of, I mean, maybe you're the only. You didn't think this, but I, I kind of thought this would happen. It happens every series he's in. So, yeah, I kind of get tired. Of, I just expected. I get tired of hearing everybody, the media, the media that's on the island. Everyone always throwing those doubts of seed in Roxon, but sadly, he hasn't done anything to change it and to not make it true. So, did you just say doubts of seed? No, it did. <laughs> that woke Anthony up. Look at that. They put Anthony's video on Zoom. So, <laughs> just just so like seeds of doubt. Seeds of doubt. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah. No, it, it's rough. I I hope something happens this off season. He can get it together because he probably only has a season or two left with us anyway. Um. It would be great to see him put a full series together without having these health issues. Well, uh, like he, he didn't race outdoors last year. He should have been ready to go Supercross. He kind of did the same thing in Supercross. Sadly, I just think it's, it's not his fault. It's just what he is. He's had his injuries. We all know the, you know, his immune system and everything that's happened to him. He's won him in the past, but it's just – I think this is him. Was he blaming yeah. – what? not blaming, but was he mentioning – If he wins one. Was he referencing he his health at the end of Supercross, though, for his struggles? I don't think he, so. He Everyone was talking about it. it more as a mental issue with Webb chasing him down and beating him at the end of Motos because he was still getting second. Uh, he did have one bad race at Salt Lake to finish the year, but for the most part, he was finishing second almost every main event. Well, he didn't have to say it for it to be a thing. I think that's what I'm getting at, though. Not everybody's Fernandez and honest. I think that's what I'm getting at, though, is Roxon fading at the end and getting second or third, puking in his helmet. It's like, expected. He's a a loser. No one, like, is recognizing his talent and appreciating how good he's been, specifically this year, having the most points combined between them all. You know, the, the best finishes overall if you add them all up. And the story is, yeah, it's expected. He's going to fade. That's it. That's all we get. He's going to fade. Are you are you surprised that he this happened? I'm not really surprised by it, but okay, then that's the whole thing. I think I'm just thankful to see him out there doing what he's doing. Like Brad just recapped his injuries and his health issues. He it's pretty amazing that he's out there as competitive as he is. Well, the narrative coming out of Supercross was, I doubt Kenny races this summer. That's what most people were saying, right? Is he going to race? I doubt he's going to race. If he does, he's not going to make it till the end. And so I think a lot of it is just him trying to prove people wrong and his body's not holding up on him, which I don't know if you can blame him or not for that, but it is what it is, right? At this point, it is what it is. Uh, Christian Craig, good day. Fifth overall. Uh, I think he went 5-4, which is good, but then you look at who's behind him, and it's like, I mean, you know, it's all right. Um, Anthony, yeah. walk me through um, walk me through your thoughts here on Justin Bogle. Man, um, where do I start? I picked him up for my Plessinger vacancy. Or no, 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 it wasn't Plessinger. It was... Uh, Dino, Dean Wilson, and uh, Bogle looked good. Moto, I think he got eighth, right? And then uh, for Moto Twos, he he, did, he never got it together. Like he didn't even finish. Uh, so that's disappointing. I'm curious to find out what the news comes out this week if he'll be back to finish out the last moto. He should be there. You better hope uh, so, but, man. Yeah, I better. Yeah, if I want a shot, you better show up and, and brace for me. <laughs> Um, if not, I'm going to have to join fat boy 65 and just losing all hope and Bogle whenever I need him to do something for me. (laughs) There was a turnaround. There was a turnaround. You're going to jump on the fat boy 65 train here and hate Bogle too. We'll full see come Saturday. The Bogues. Hey, you, you didn't do anything wrong as the host skipping over sex and like that, but I think we need to, I think we need to, 
send him some what's the word negative negativity he's kind of getting off scot free he has a bruised sternum or spleen or something we, we don't care if it was Martin Davalos in the 250 class we'd be all over him yeah I guess but he shouldn't even race the race after I get it Sexton had a very disappointing summer he, he won the first moto right Yes, he won the first moto at Paula, round one. Uh, this time last year, he was a favorite looking ahead, right? Everyone's like, man, his riding style, he's so consistent, he's strong, he's going to hes gonna be in the mix. And he just wasn't. He just wasn't. Too many first-turn crashes, uh, late yeah. moto charges, just didn't get it done this year. Who did he remind you of, Austin? Uh, if you're thinking Roxon, not Roxon. No. The guy you dumped to start liking Roxon. AC. AC. Oh. Well, the difference is AC got second in the series last year and won a bunch. So I don't think it's the same. Wow. Um, also, it's weird not being able to see you guys. So just want to throw that out there. Speaking of AC, did he get his surgery already? Yes, he got it a few days after. Um, I don't remember which race that was, but yes. Oh, man. I've been praying for him for his surgery for a while now. You could have told me. Hey, y'all uh, Y'all realize Sexton did not win those races y'all said he won? I thought it was horrendous. Yeah, you're right. He was like half Y'all are throwing out numbers and stuff. No, he, he was half a bike first, behind him in Moto One. He he almost yeah, passed him. He, yeah, and in the second Moto, he stunk it up. He got like yeah. So, any other comments he here he for the four fifties? No, no. Freddie Norin, max nope. points for me, baby. On Pulpin Max, ten overall. Yeah. All the move Swedish on. people. All the Swedish people gotta love her. Yeah, they're losers. All right, let's move into the 250 class, and Anthony is not here to talk about his boy, the Jet, Jetson. Um, burger boy. Where'd he go? Get me a burger. Brad, looks like I owe you a burger, man. This is, this is it happening. Over yet. It ain't over yet, but it's probably, very probable. A couple weeks ago, I was feeling good. I was feeling really good about that Whataburger, but it's yeah. looking bleak. Guys, it's looking rough. Um, Anthony, are you back with us? Yes, sir. All right, we're talking Jet, man. What What are your thoughts Ooh. on the Jet? Jet looks Jet looks great out there, man. He, I'm excited to see him one day move up to 450s and just dominate on. You know, I want to see him and Ferrandis next. <laughs> Would you be like that kid in the photo I sent last week, freaking out at the podium? If you saw him, yeah, in I'm already starting to realize that we when we go to Dallas, we probably won't get to meet Jet because his brother's going to be racing those, right? And that really makes me sad. <laughs> we don't know which will be which. We don't know yet. That's a good point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I hope we get to see him race. That'll be cool. Yeah, be no, cool. Let's be honest. Nobody cares to see Hunter race. I want a road trip to a yeah. Supercross one day, <laughs> like 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 one we haven't gone to. Like Seattle. Or anywhere. I'd really like to do that one year. <laughs> hey, you think Jet is just totally awesome, or you think it's more Cooper falling off? I think Whoa. it's more Cooper falling off. Because who was right with Jet last week before he ate it? J-Mart. J-Mart. I think it's more Cooper falling off, which is what it's all about, to be consistent and to be strong all year long. I don't think Jet's just all of a sudden awesome. Like a lot, but he's always been really good. I don't think he's that much better than he had been. I just think Cooper fell off. Well, Jet stopped making mistakes too, though that he was making mid-season, like at Washougal, when Cooper had that crash, and it's been confirmed now he had an injury from that that he was hiding. Um, the Jet had made several mistakes several weeks in a row and was finishing like fifth, seventh, coming from yeah. way back, getting bad starts, and now he's getting whole shots and. 
just leading from the front, and he's not yeah. having any of those issues having to come through the pack. Uh, whereas it's it's turned now with Cooper, and obviously he's dealing with an injury, so it's it. I think it's a little bit of both, not to run the fence, but Ethan, the Savage yes. Man, Losman, yeah, um, good for him going two four. Uh, I don't know. This two fifty class is weird. RJ and Hunter has been kind of disappointing. I guess it's just a bunch of young guys trying to figure it out. I don't know. But I don't feel like RJ is young anymore, so that doesn't really count for him. Shimoda? Forkner stinks. Uh, it's weird. Very weird class to evaluate. Yeah. Well, there's just two clear front runners. There's not anybody else even... Well, it's this J-Mart's out. There's not even a third to even consider... So. If Moseman wouldn't have crashed in Moto One, you think he would have won that? No. <laughs> no. No, but that was great heard. by him to get second afterwards. What'd you say? I'm sorry. If Moseman didn't crash midway through Moto One, would he have won that race? I think he might have. Because no, he did come back from seventh to second. That's just me going back. Jet's doing awesome, but I don't think Jet's like that much better than he was. I just think so. That's that goes back to my other point. Yeah, I know Anthony's not going to think so, but no, I think that didn't Moseman didn't Moseman get passed in the second race too? Like, didn't he drop in Moto Two? He did. Yeah, I'm talking Moto One though. I know, but I'm just I think it'd be if he hadn't fallen, I think he would have Jet would have passed Jet. Jet would have gotten him. All right. All right. Obvious answer there from Just AA. my boy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Brad, let's hear your yes, thoughts sir. on Derek Drake's performance. I was He probably did everything he could, but I was an idiot for picking him. So I'm not going to hate on him for coming back after having heart surgery. I was just very stupid for picking him. Same here. One more hey, comment good. on 250s from me. That, uh, that black kid got 19th, so... Nice. Good job for him. Man, I should have bet on the hey. black. <laughs> I'd like to point out that um, one of the early conquistadors, Jorge oh, Rubalcaba, no. is from El Paso, Texas. He pulled out a 34th in the second moto, so good job by him. Nice. Hey, uh, it's saying Paradise, Texas on my sheet. Yours says El Paso? That's Master Pool. No. No, that's what Pro Motocross Jorge has Rubel listed here. Cabo? Yeah. We're looking at the same Jorge Rubalcaba. I think there's only one. Number 165. Alright. Interesting. Very cool. Uh solid ride for Joshua Fariz on the Husky, getting that factory ride. He did say that there was too much power for him going up jumps. He wasn't used to that. Uh, and he full sent it in Moto 1, but Cooper cut him off and bumped him out of the way. So, good ride for him. That was that was pretty cool. All right, any other comments? 250 class. Hold on. Mosman had first moto, doing a little research on the fly. Mosman had his two fastest laps were better than Jet Jet's fastest laps. Oh, savage. At the beginning, can't of the even race? look up that kind of information. That's not true, huh? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. I said you can't even look up that kind of information. That's not true. <laughs> hey, was it on TrueMoto.com or whatever Anthony always says? TrueMoto.net. Oh, .net. Are you sure it's .net? No, you it's always that. It's dot com. com, man. Moto.com. If you find it there, that's got to be right. Lit kits. Who liked to lit kit? I had a few PC, but I'll, I yeah, I'm gonna go PC. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I was like, that looks like Ricky Carmichael in the early 2000s, and then Brad, you're like, um, because it's supposed to be that. <laughs> that looked really good. I do like Jets. Uh, I was gonna let Anthony say that one, but Jet looked pretty sweet. Uh, that was yeah, my pick. I'd say yeah, you can have Jet. Who you got, yeah. Ethan? That purple and neon color that, you know, the, the neon down to the purple, the way you just teaked. 
It was very beautiful, I must say. Good job, Jet. Good job, whoever makes I, Jet's kit. Alpine Stars. I thought Alpine Jets looked good. I really liked Pro Circuits, though. That that green is always going to draw me in. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like you're able to look at the year better in Supercross, though, for some reason. Yeah, I agree. Under those more, night lights. More noticeable. Hey, uh, quick thoughts on the drone. Did y'all like the drone? Yeah, Anthony got sick. It was okay. It was Again, cool. I heard from the they were grappling about that on the uh, the review. I heard I'd heard the very beginning of it. I didn't listen to all of it, but Mathis made a good point. He said it looked like you were looking at the race on the moon. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah. I think we all talked about it. It's just Paula being what it is. How it's just a desert. It didn't lend the look very appealing, you know. Yeah, you know, but. But they were crapping about the angles and all that kind of thing. So, uh, the uh, it was okay. I feel like in this in Moto Twos, both motos, uh, there at the end, they were getting a lot closer to the race. Like at one point, they almost hit the finish line banner. Oh, that would have been so um, awesome! It was cool, good mix up there. They had the helicopter at Iron Man. That was that was definitely first class. But the drone was was cool to mix in. I think they used it a tad too much. Uh, best thing I saw all day. Any takers there? Best thing I saw all day was uh, they were showing something else, and then all of a sudden you see Forkner up against the palm tree. Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was mine too. Uh, Ethan showed up a little bit late to that race, and we're like, dude, Forkner ran into a palm tree. And then Ethan's like, I don't see any palm trees out there. And there was one. And one on top Literally. of the hill, like that's it, that's it. <laughs> yep, that's great, man. Yeah, I think that was that's a pretty good one. I'm gonna steal that one too. I'll what about the uh, as well? What'd you say, Ethan? I'll take that as well. Nice. What about it, the awesome. uh, timing and scoring issues that we had this week? Um, well, that was fun. That was fun watching that together as a group because we could just laugh. Because at one point. We all got really scared. Well, it had like Moseman ahead and uh, Jet and Cooper had fallen way back. Some of our fantasy picks were way off. It might have been before you got there, but it's just sadly it's just it's just expected now. You know, sadly it's just like I think we'd be. I'm gonna say it again. Shocked if there weren't any issues, it it wouldn't be right. Yeah, it'd be like doing a pod without me cutting in on somebody. It just wouldn't be right. Speaking of what was right, uh, my fantasy scores this week were right. All right, let's and move on. Um, I have a commanding gotta, lead. Fine. That's right. Another got to go. Brad, uh, it was a rough one, man. Uh, Derek Drake got it started off for you, and uh, you had some other issues along the way. You're not not stoked on no, this two, week's team. Uh, I've had two two very bad weeks. Um. So it doesn't feel good. And it's my fault. You know, I'm picking the guy, so it's just two two bad weeks. Yeah. Anthony Can't really uh, say anything else about it. Anthony had a pretty good week there. Made up some ground on Brad for second place. How how far back are you right now? Like eighty points? Like seventy five, I think. Yeah, you're you're cutting it cutting it down. I'm gonna it's stand close. It's yeah, I close. Think, and there's about oh, a forty to fifty point gap between me and Ethan. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan had the best day by far. Uh, scored a hundred plus points better than me on the day. Uh, way to way to just stick with it, man. You know, towards the end of the season, not giving up. Well, I was desperate. I really needed that. Norin was great. Um, I don't even remember who else I had. I had Ramella. Hey, did you Brad. did you set that up to be like? Were you sending it like were you like going for broke or were you just smart with your picks and it worked out? Well, I'm trying to remember who I had. I had Ramella. Um, That's a sand right there. I, I had like maybe two guys that could have really blown me up, and they yeah. they did well. Um, outside of that, but I think yeah. Hey Brad, yeah. could you move the camera from your crush? Yeah, Brad's watering his plants. This is this is you great. See what I'm doing. He's dying. He's using a cup for those of you listening that can't see this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. After what Anthony said, that's a good point. 
All right, uh, let's move into the island. This week's island segment, um, is there anything we want to add that's not already on the island? It's been a summer full of just tossing people on that island. We got the dark side of the island. Last week, Anthony introduced the volcano that's also on the dark side of the island. Um, Anyone want to add anything else to the island before we head into the final week? I'm on it. My picks. My failure in fantasy. Mm. I, I feel I'm back that. on I, it. I I'm back very... on it. I deserve it. I was I was feeling a little little too confident and it's bitten me, so I deserve to be on it. Alright, Brad's back on the island. Uh, yeah, it's where everybody's at. So watch out for your toes with Mitch Payton on the beaches and uh, Oh wow. And the Nacho Libre is he off uh, on the island like next year when he drops Jordan? Ethan, is that when is he off the island? When PC does anything worth anything, that's when. Yeah. yeah exactly. Hey, they hired Shimoda. It's the only good thing they've done in like a decade. They have sure, the best gear every race. He doesn't they need control that. Winner. They need, they they need have the best looking bikes. Race winner. Matthew's not going to cut it. You know, my island, uh, my island thing was going to be based on. Did you know that there has been uh, a drone that kind of orbits in on the island people and just checks them out, make sure they're doing okay. Once in a while, the drone will drop uh, supplies, kind of like an Amazon delivery service. You know, that way they have the water and the canned rice and beans and stuff that they need. Well, Vince Reese, he got a slingshot and he shot that that drone that was flying overhead so now the drone is safely on the island where it belongs is that too <laughs> okay alright primitive Vince is that is that an example of Anthony coming in with something really random Austin yeah that's a good example I think Okay. that's, uh, that's really interesting that you say that Anthony because I was thinking that after after that happened the reports from the island from from the media say Vince has been missing for the last five days. Oh no! No one's no one's seen him. So maybe somebody didn't like him shooting down their support drone, dropping supplies. Oh no! So Vince might have gotten tossed in the volcano for all we know. Who who did it? That's the question. It could have been Dylan since he said he would kill somebody for the number one plate. He was the sacrifice. Hey, he was- and every rider pitched in to let him do that <laughs> that's why everyone underperformed and got hurt this summer because they were all in on letting Hernandez win to have he, that happen he would and that this that's a good one that right is, there. that's a scoop that's a theory and a half there has not been any reports on Bam Bam why he's been out it's not injury related he's been at the island the last three weeks taking care of business and he's the one that took Vince up to the volcano. He wanted to do it personally on behalf of Dylan Ferrandez. <laughs> this island segment is falling apart. Austin. So he gave he gave Ferrandez a little bam bam up on the volcano. We threw so many people on the island, there wasn't anybody else to put on the island. So we threw the people on the island to other parts of the island. That sounded so bad. We're just falling apart. We're just... <laughs> It has been said that Barsha has some kind of head injury, but that's very vague. So, but that's better than what we've gotten from Justin Cooper, right? Where's the media on this? Obviously, he's Not injured. The team knows. Come on, tell us. The te- now you're yelling at the, who? Are you yelling at the media or the team? Because the media only knows what the media knows. They know. Yeah, but if they say don't they say know. anything, they can't say anything. Somebody knows the truck driver that knows what's going on, and they told him. Come on, you're the media. You can you can drop leaks, unnamed sources. There was a leak dropped like two, three weeks ago about him. Look at you defending the media, Brad. How dare you? Wow. Hey, being, I think, well, he's being on the injured for a reason. I think uh, I'm just gonna keep the media as part of my island pick for the week. Um, with the timing and scoring issues, 
the drone. The drone was cool. The drone looked like it was taken on a iPhone. Uh, what was the name of that iPhone Ethan used to have? 3GS. Yeah, it looked like it was taken on an iPhone 3GS. And uh, that's my that's my pick for the week. The drone. I don't have anyone new to, to blame. I, I keep blaming the same people. They're already on the island, so that's why they keep getting condemned further. All right. Well, I would like to uh, quickly mention our sponsor for this podcast, Fill the Gap. Whoa. You did it. You woke up early and got one of Jet Jet's donuts. But oh no, you don't have teeth to chew it. Well, fill the gap can fix that and fix your teeth. Call Tasha at 571-505-7713 for a free consultation and quote, let's fill the gap and get your smile back. He is back. Who writes the... Feel it. Go on, feel it. Feel the gap. Feel Go it. on, feel it. Feel it. Feel I it. say feel it. that's good on my wife to know that Jet Jet's handing out donuts. So good on her. Does she not know? Does she not know of your love affair of him? Or do you keep that secret? <laughs> Sarah know. knows of Austin's love affair, Roxon. Leah is Sorry. aware of Barsha. Valerie is, uh, is Valerie aware of yours with Anthony? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oopsies. That was good. Well, well done. Well done. We have evidence no, of that. <laughs> hey, can no, we quickly go? Let's quickly go over the Oso updates because very wanna, quickly. I'm very, yes. very curious to hear about the last week. What the possibilities right. are? It's it got changed up. Anthony has the big lead in 250. Still, he won the week pretty convincingly. Ethan. You're pretty much out on the 250s. Me and Austin are fighting for second. Austin won the week with a 78. I got third with a 72. I'm I'm in second place with 732. Austin is in third place with 716. So, okay, 16 point difference. That can definitely change easily. Do we need uh, any pickups? No. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Jerry's not available. You can't no. pick anybody up, can you? I wanted Robin, man. No, everybody raced. Everybody's good. Cool. I mean, if Ethan was really serious about Jerry Robin. <laughs> I was dead. 450s is spicy. It's very spicy. Uh, I was in, um, let's see here. Ethan took the win. Yeah. With 107. I guess that goes along with... I don't know if that has anything to do with this fantasy too, but yeah. 107. I got second with a 99. Anthony, who was leading up till up to about three weeks ago, got a 60. And Ooh. Austin got a 55. So Solid Austin day. is pretty much out of it on the 450s. Um, Thanks, Savachi. Ethan now has a one-point lead for first place. Wow. I'm That's in exciting. second with a 974. And AA dropped back quite a bit. He's in third with uh, 936. So you're, what is that? 39 points back. Yeah. Is, that, is that because AP, or that's because Bogle stunk and yeah. he missed out on AP, I guess? Plessinger game zeros. Bogle didn't do much and he only did one moto for him. Uh, your your guys, as you said, were all running top five, five or six for a while there. My guys were top ten, top nine, but with your guys running top six, you really did well with, uh, you know, Webb, Roxon. Yeah. Hey, Brad, who's so, on my team besides Ferrandis? Bogle and Plessinger. And? Huh? Why, why do I still have Plessinger? Because he was supposed to race. <laughs> he raced last week. I picked up. Oh, so I can still pick up a third rider for next week then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought he had Wilson. No, he did. Wilson's gone. He picked, he replaced Wilson. Yeah, with I Bogle. replaced Bogle with. Oh, okay. Wilson. Am I? I might be wrong. Don't. I might be wrong on this stuff. I believe Plessinger raced last week. He tried. He raced the first moto and then didn't race like yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, 
So yeah, you're you can replace Bo Plessinger for next week. You can do it now or wait and see if he's going to race. I kind of doubt he would race the last week of the year. It's your call, man. It's a pretty important pick. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll have to do some. I'll text you guys my pick. I want to do some digging. Yeah. Check hey, out yeah, YouTube.com. Hey, real quick, Brad, who do you have me down for two fifties? Cooper. Oh, Austin can also replace uh, J Mart. You can replace J Mart for next week. Yeah. yeah Cooper, J Mart, and Mosman. Okay. Um, well, is Kitchen still available? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kitchen. Levi. Okay. Frying it up, man. Frying jet. Frying Jarrett. Yeah, you're still in the you're still in it on the uh no, you're still you're in it for a second, so should have gone with Noah Wilbrandt, let's be honest. I blew it. All right. Thanks for that update there, Brad. It's gonna be tight heading into that last round next week, four fifties. A lot of money on the line for this. We'll see what happens. Uh, predictions race winners next week and we'll close up this podcast Tomac Hangtown Hangtown and uh, Jet Jet can't really argue with that Tomac and Jet Jet no one else is saying anything else so we'll go with Brad's predictions there Um, I predict Schmidt comes out of his off season and gets inside the top 20 in one moto. Wow. That's my off-the-wall prediction. We'll see if it happens. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me today on your off day here, your Labor Day weekend. I'll let you all get back to your family time, and we will finish up next week here on the Oso Moto Show. It's been an awesome summer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you all after him. Good times, guys. Thanks. Sounds good. It's been fun. Once again, is the winner of the first boat, number 747, riding, planning to get followed by number four, Bruce Cahoon. Third place at the time is number eight, Brad James. That's right. Fourth place is number four. That's right. Five nine, Mike. Brad's having some problem in this slippery turn, spinning out in an effort to catch